Last time on Trials of the Apocalypse. So the Vicks of Lumeria, they're, they're basically like little fly people. Uh, okay. their, their wings are vestigial at this point. They're, so they're walks. I'm a hot, lusty blob. <laughs> if I spend a luck point, uh, my monster side gains power. There's a exterior facing airlock that encases you in a bubble. Uh You've crashed down in some dirt in between two halves. One's smaller, uh, one's much larger. There is breathable air. You definitely feel like you could last a few minutes out here, but with each breath, you're feeling like a little bit more lightheaded. You see that smaller hab wiggle a little bit, the whole hab, and then you see a corner of it peel out of the earth. His, His name is Herb. There's been lots of weird stuff happening um, in my lifetime. A lot of strange <laughs> things have happened. What I'm seeing in the world these days, I just feel like it's getting worse. Yes, things are always getting worse, aren't they? The sky has changed. It's never been together like that before. Mis- Mr. Ghost, is the Cintillac doing something? I'll just be out here. Uh, I think my brother will be along in a minute. I'll let him know that I met a really cool space ghost. We get these mechs working, and a couple of us can go in them to where the hab is being pulled up. Another choice, we could try to get the ship back in the air and go and investigate, see if we can see what's pulling it. Lenny suggests that we do both. We divide and conquer. Do you proceed to bang? Correct. (laughs) You bang a real good long one. (laughs) Uh, Until you have a fully assembled mech suit. Yeah, it stands up and it is ready for business. This it, suit can get it. Rattling hook. You've got a working mech suit now. Um, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, Froctor. Froctor Og. Your monstrous side manifests a little bit more right now, right? In my, mon- my monstrous side gains power. Yes. Uh, and specifically, you have a lust for knowledge. I do. I think. Hot, lusty blob. <laughs> I, I, I want you to think about this as we move into the situation, but I think you really want to know what's going on in that hab. You you want to figure out what's drawing it. Mm-hmm. And you're not really going to take any kind of no or anything else like that for an answer. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, I'll keep that in mind. If you remember that time we talked about in the setup where you killed Rodney just to take him apart and figure out how he worked. Yes. Only to be met with a little bit of disappointment with that, with that one. Um, I think you're feeling the same sort of craving. After hearing the stories you did from the child, you gotta know what's going on in there. You gotta know. Especially since the more you hear about it, the more it sounds like something technological. Right. Okay. Do I gotta know if this building floats away? <laughs> Sad to see you go. <laughs> sort of hoping it would stay. <laughs> 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 Baby, we should flow. 
Up in the sky and out of space until the day that we are dead because we have short lives. (laughs) (laughs) Crawling back to you because I can't fly. (laughs) (laughs) Crawling back to you because I can't fly. (laughs) So we have a mech suit. Rodney, do you climb in? Yeah. I just realized, though, that we're putting the guy that gives a buff to the team uh, when he dies inside of a mech suit that probably will have a higher resistance to harm. Don't worry. The Froctor will put you in plenty of danger. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Joe. I feel comforted. (laughs) Just, Just remember, you're not stuck in there... With him, he's stuck in there with you. He's stuck in here with. <laughs> Rodney gets in the suit and, and the Froctor like glorps around him like a scarf. <laughs> I don't like the image of glorps around. You you basically have a paper bag or plastic bag over your head for a few seconds. Oh, before. oh good. So I'm suffocating. Only for a second. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so we get a stat boost, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's only against, that would be against me if I killed him. Uh, the, bro- the proctor just chokes him out. <laughs> <laughs> not, not out, just a little bit. Go to sleep, to, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just for the added excitement of it, you know? Uh, I like to imagine, like... A lot uh, of people like to be choked. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we need that stat boost. <laughs> chokes. I'm just trying to imagine what 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 Froctor would feel like on your skin. <laughs> like, like, like how how did you make Glorps around worse? <laughs> well, it's easy, Pat. You see, the thing is, it's not the image that'll get you; it's the sensations. <laughs> probably a little slimy. I was about to say it probably feels like the slimiest, grossest, like like half. Half congealed jello. Have you ever put your hands in half formed jello? Yeah. I, I was thinking uh, if you touch the uh, the surface of a stingray, like if you ever go and do a stingray pool, and they, they've got just like just a little bit of like slime covering them. They've just got like a little bit of like a mucus barrier. Oh, maybe like a frog. Yeah. Or a yeah. salamander. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I am Froctor Og after all. That's right. So like, I mean, I'm not a literal frog, but it probably <laughs> feels like you have a scarf made of frog. <laughs> Patrick is making choking signs. More retching. Yeah, retching. Yeah, you're right. Retching. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you for the fully. Uh, Cut that out so people don't have to yeah. hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the mech suit has been loaded up. You feel it power on. Uh, you, can, you take a few powered steps. Um, and We're doing a lot of foley when David's just going to add stuff. Okay, I'll add stuff. I'm actually really excited for when everyone's doing the noises to then add stuff underneath. Oh, um, yeah, like, yeah. Anyway. Um, Jinx. The, the mech suit takes its tentative steps towards the door um, to the, the airlock. The first lock opens up and you take a cautious look behind you and you hear click. Captain's log. <laughs> 22 dot 22 dot 22 the strange object has summoned a metal monster (laughs) (laughs) 
Rodney has been consumed by it. I will go and mourn. End of Captain's Log. <laughs> Captain, Captain, the suit didn't swallow me. I'm just inside it. Captain's Log. <laughs> 22.22.22.22.22.22. I'm hearing his voice. I miss him so much already. <laughs> it's fine, Captain. It, it, I'm still in the room with you. I am just inside the suit. He's, he's telling me it's all going to be okay. <laughs> Come here, Captain, me, Captain. Bring it in for a two man huddle. And he's gonna extend the arms and wrap his body around yeah. you. you. You hug him tight. And he says, "It's come for me too." <laughs> this may be. This may be my final captain's log. End of captain's log. <laughs> Rodney, I need you to know that the Froctor is impatiently slithering around you, waiting to go outside. <laughs> Take me outside. Yeah, I think you, you released the captain from the bear hug. He's like, I'm alive. <laughs> Does he just fall to the floor? Yeah, he, well, he falls to the floor, and then you, you hear a click and a captain's law. <laughs> 22. And like you hear that as you're walking out. <laughs> and Lenny seeing the captain lying uh, uh, prostrate on a uh, prostrate. <laughs> Have you had your lion starfish prostate? Have you had your prostrate checked? Yes. Lenny, seeing the captain lying prostrate on the ground and being a concerned member of the crew, takes the ball peen hammer over to the captain and gently hits the captain with the hammer. <laughs> But the last sound you made was that of a mech suit. <laughs> what have you done? The, you've turned the captain into a mech. Uh, no, uh, I think I think you hit the captain with it, and it it's not. The magic has been used. Up, yeah, the ma right? magic yeah. has been used up. You're just holding the hammer now. And yeah. You hit him with it. And he goes, "Oh, I've been hit." <laughs> End of captain's log. <laughs> Uh, the mech has made its way off onto planet and you hear the whirring of the ship as Nova impatiently gets it into the air behind you uh, it does release with like a uh, because uh, it was magnetized. Oh, yeah. Right. And it took a little bit of the thruster to overcome its connection to the to the surface. Yeah, did we wanna did we wanna unmagnetize it before? Can we unmagnetize it? It's your magic. Well, like does it occur to you that Linny has no actual capabilities? <laughs> <laughs> it's all luck of the draw here. So Do you wanna try to unmagnetize it? Linny is a Fearful being, but he will try if you ask him because he reveres your character. Uh, I, <laughs> I love the idea that you make it like, and you, like, you, like really like lurch off planet, right? 
uh, because you forgot that it was in the law. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and then the ship just hovers there in the air for a moment and like sort of like turns on its side and you see, cause, like you're still like sort of in atmosphere under gravitation right mm-hmm. now, right? And you just like, we're from the ground. We see Lenny climb out, walk along the surface of the ship, pull off uh, the tool and all of the synth lacking sheds <laughs> off the ship. <laughs> like like he's just pulled the plug from the drain and then he walks back in and climbs back in the hole and shuts and then flies off. Amazing. So I actually want to start with Lenny and Nova as the ship takes off into the sky. Uh, Yeah, Pat? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, the ship takes off into the sky, uh, and you head towards the Scintillac. Very quickly, you you break through what little atmosphere is present on the planet. Uh, You you feel that you are now just... You're still fighting against the gravitational force of this large station planet, whatever this is. Mm -hmm. But... You, you now are free of the atmosphere. You no longer have any of that cluttering your, your views out the windows, which are thankfully no longer cluttered by Scintillac either uh, because you shed all that back on the planet when you stopped being magnetized. Thanks, Lenny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that said, you got rid of all the Scintillac on the ship, only to now be heading towards a lot of it. Yep. I wanted to ask, as you approach the thick band of Scintillac, which this this technological space junk which orbits the, the planet... Um, what is your goal here? What are you both trying to do? Nova came up here with the intention of trying to pinpoint what is pulling uh, the things, but specifically at this point, the habitat mm-hmm. uh, into space. Gotcha. And she's assuming because of the way that physics kind of works generally that that will probably be something like a straight line. So she's going to try to aim for, like, above that hab. Hmm, I like that. Um, How about Lenny? Is there anything in specific? So on the ground, Lenny was looking for patterns around the hab that was being pulled up to see if other Sintelec was being pulled up. As we go into space, Lenny's going to be looking similarly at the Sintelec in space to see if there are patterns in its movement. Yeah, okay. Similarly, at the Cinelac is a pretty Yes. So, uh, actually, I think if if what's going on here is observation between the two of you, um, I don't see a point of having two investigative mystery roles, uh, but I could see one with the other one helping out and doing a help out role. Um, I'll let you negotiate who wants to do those roles based on who's better at them, maybe, but... I am useful for neither investigating nor helping... (laughs) I'm not good at anything. <laughs> uh, well, why don't you try the help? Okay. <laughs> Lenny can be cool. Yeah, Lenny can be cool. I think Lenny's cool. Rodney okay. thinks Lenny is very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, Rodney. Don't thank Rodney. me. I'm not there. Oh, boy. Oh, heaven. Oh, Lenny. Three. I get to mark experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Silver linings. I'm doing help, so... Yeah, so help out. When you help another hunter, roll plus cool. 
uh, 10 plus grants him a plus one, 79 grants him a plus one, but also exposing yourself to trouble or danger. And there is, you. Say <laughs> <laughs> what happens if I miss? Uh, yeah. It sure doesn't, which just means that I'll be making a move. So I'll, I'll pencil that in behind me. Um, <laughs> Nova, let's make your uh, investigative mystery roll. I can do that. Hopefully I can roll higher than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to have you blow on them, but that's probably a bad idea. <laughs> That is a seven. That's a seven. Seven! So the help out wouldn't have even helped, actually, Mm -hmm. because it's only a plus one. Uh, So on a seven to nine with Investigate a Mystery, you get to hold one, which means you get to ask me one of the set questions. Yes. Which one would you like to ask me? Uh, Let's go with where did it go? Oh, good question. Hey, question. Hey, guys. What? I just realized my dice are downstairs. Oh, my gosh. Here. Catch. Hey. Wow, good catch. Good throw. Thank you. Good teamwork, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I helped. Good job, team. <laughs> you definitely well, out of the way. You, you, you actually categorically didn't. <laughs> Lenny's here, too, guys. Oh, he's here. Where? Where's Lenny? <laughs> In spirit. He's a big caterpillar. You can't miss him. I, I also, I, I'll think I'll... I still will have a move that I'm going to make out of this, but Lenny, I do think that as you go to help out, you're just like staring out the window, and I think you're just caught up in the beauty of it all for a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're looking for patterns, but then you're just like, oh, it's like it's like getting close, like trying to inspect someone's uh, you know brush strokes on a piece of mm-hmm. art and realizing just how beautiful it is. For a second, mm-hmm. you're like, do I need patterns? Do patterns matter? Mm-hmm. Or is is chaos itself beautiful? Mm. Yes. What do patterns mean? I think I think y'all are giving Lenny too much credit. Oh yeah. I absolutely. mean, if if Lenny's <laughs> seeing any any like beauty here, he's like that one looks like a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I love that Lenny starts seeing shapes in this. And he sees he sees patterns, but they're not useful they're patterns. Not useful. <laughs> <laughs> One's an ice cream cone. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but... <laughs> I want sprinkles. Look, hey, wait a minute. If we can't have ice cream cones in space, then what's the fucking point? No, we have astronaut ice cream. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's in like tubes. Like Dots? No, like the, the, it's like, it's freeze-dried. <laughs> yeah, like Dippin' Dots. No, 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 no. That's, that's like, that's like nitrogen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's ice cream. <laughs> Sorry, Lenny. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots are flash frozen with liquid nitrogen. <laughs> um. Speaking of flash frozen with liquid nitrogen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Proctor, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you better hope not, Rodney, because fro- the Proctor's on you. <laughs> I guess they're the Proctor is on. I love I love a good plate of Proctor's on you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, there's boy. the joke. Oh, that's great. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh on a ship in space, heading towards some Centilac. Uh Nova, you're taking a closer look. You have asked repeat your question one more time. Where did it go? Where did it go? Uh yeah. So where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did, Where did it, come it come from? from? Joe. All right, none of that. Especially that. <laughs> I will fight you. <laughs> <clears throat> so, your ship is hurtling through space. You're approaching the Centilac. You get closer, Nova. You are specifically taking the ship up towards, basically directly out from the direction you see the hab below being pulled in. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
as you get up closer, you actually see that there are a few other smaller pieces of Centilac, which were pulled up that that weren't uh, bolted down hard enough to keep them down. And you see them flowing up as you expected uh, in sort of a a straight line upwards towards a a denser patch of the Centilac. As uh, was described by Herb before, it's clumping there. Uh, And as you're getting closer in your ship, you can see that not only is it clumping, but the Centilac that's there, all of it as it's drifting through space, it's all shifting around somewhat bouncing off of each other, all of that stuff. But for the most part, all of the trajectories are part of that orbital path that that piece has, right? So all of that shifting pattern is fairly regular. But here in this clumping patch, you can see that some of the pieces are moving like that, especially those that are closer to the planet. But you see that some of them deeper in are moving like against the current and and moving in different patterns, almost completely unrelated to their orbital path. Hmm. And you see faintly, you know, again, you're, you're seeing this within in this clumping section of this, this space junk. You see a flashing bluish-white light. And this is where I get to make my move. Nova, you sense with your antennae a deep shock and reverberation. As back on the planet's surface, the larger of the two halves near where the ship was landed has a massive hole punched up through the top of it. A large interior piece of this hab, it's almost like a, it's a wide flat cylinder with various wires and other chunks hanging out the back of it. Just like in strips along it, you see that glowing, pulsing white light as it jets into the sky towards the Centilac. And this is where things get a little bit fun for you. Um, This piece, I think for you, it's not so much that you heard the break, it's that you now see on the monitors on your ship that there is a quickly approaching piece of Centilac that is on a collision course with your ship. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're going to cut away from you back down to the planet's surface. So, Froctor and Rodney, you're back on the planet's surface. Um, the the shattering through of the larger hab, that hasn't happened yet. This oh. is right after the ship has left. Okay. Um, and the, the singular mech suit with the Froctor within and Rodney as well, you are standing where the ship just departed. And Herb sits up at the start off of his, you know, lump of a suit that he's dragging behind him as well as the, the clutch of uh, of Sintelac in, in a pouch over his shoulder. He, again, jumps with a start as the ship goes off. It was behind him. He had his back to it. He spins to see your suit standing there. Oh, um, are, are you the ghost? <laughs> Proctor will, like, pop his head out from, like, the shoulder of the, you know, suit. Yeah. Um, and just be like, hello. Yes. Tis I, the ghost of the Sintelac. I would just like to point out that I am not the ghost. <laughs> just him. Oh. There's two of you? Y- y- yes. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I checked, there were two of us. At least I hope he hasn't finally conjoined with me. <laughs> 
the... Are... You don't sound like a ghost. <laughs> it sounds like they have just stated that 15 seconds ago, I'm not a ghost. Uh, M- Mr. Ghost of the Synthlag, did you kidnap a guy? <laughs> we are friends. Are... I'm certainly being forcefully constrained right now. <laughs> now, Miss Mr. Ghost, that's not um that's not very polite. You know, I I've I've been around for a while and I got to say that's not really acceptable behavior. You really should be rethinking your actions. We live in a society here. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The fly person that lives 12 days has been around a while. He's been around for all three of them. That's right. Yeah. No. Okay. 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 <laughs> How does Proctor take being lectured by a three-day-old fly? I'm like, like... The Froctor is, like, offended, but also feels chastised. (laughs) 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 I think, okay, I think, I think, uh, because, like, the whole purpose of being in the suit was to, like, I don't know, have some some form of stealth for for the Froctor. Anyway, obviously, it's survival for Rodney. (laughs) So the Froctor... (laughs) (laughs) Everything is always survival for Rodney. Proctor Og will glorp out of the suit entirely and just be a blob form on the ground. <laughs> Are you okay? I hate that glorp is a verb now. <laughs> um, glorp has so many uses. And um, the Proctor will say, Okay, I am not glorping my good friend anymore. <laughs> I sure hope you weren't glorping me. I didn't consent to that. <laughs> well, uh, are are you all 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 right? <laughs> no, I have two left feet. I was born this way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beautiful in my way, cause God makes no mistakes. I'm, I'm on the right track, baby. baby. I was born this way. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, obviously, Rodney does not have two left feet. So, so any, any, anyway, did we have an objective down here, or were we just going to sing songs? I've got a song, and ain't got no melody. Well, I've been possessed by the power of the Keeper. He says that you should get a fucking move on. <laughs> that's going to be a good blooper. Oh, that's going in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm hoarse today. <clears throat> I'm pretty I sure you're you a were space Herb, was it? Uh, yes. Herb. And Froctor will, with a blobby formed hand, point towards the hab that is peeling away. Mm-hmm. Could you perhaps take us to the entrance to that hub? Better sure. yet, do you have any idea why it's doing that? Somebody please say take us to your leader. Take us to your leader! That doesn't sound threatening at all, sure. <laughs> I feel like this can have no consequences. Can I get a burger with fries and a milkshake, please? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I only sound like I work in food service. I'm not actually part of it. <laughs> uh, 
Let, let's let's address both of those in in series rather than parallel. Uh, so, Froctor, ask your question again. We'll answer that, and then Rodney, you can ask your question. Oh shit! What was my question? Uh, your question was how do we? Can, can we go? Can we go in there though? Oh, I guess I should, you want me to say it in character. <laughs> Please say it exactly like that, though. <laughs> Perhaps lead us into that hub. Um. Sure. Uh, you all seem like nice folks who certainly aren't strange in the slightest. Uh, I'd be more than happy to lead you inside. <laughs> I just got to grab my brother first. I uh, left him with the other hab suit he was working on. Oh, well, now I have a different question. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, do you have any idea why the hab is peeling away from the surface of the earth? Well, I was explaining to um, the, the ghost of the Sintelac, or I guess you're not... A ghost, are you? Um, you may call me Proctor Og. He's not a ghost. He's different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little different too, Proctor. But uh, I was telling um, Proctor Og uh, earlier that I I don't I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. Um, it's Honestly, it has me really worried about the future, you know. But things have been sort of weird up in the sky lately, and I, I, I was explaining to Froctor Og that you know maybe that has something to do with it. I don't, I don't know. This is all really um, pretty, pretty shocking and, and world shattering. I mean, literally in some ways, right? And anyway, uh, if you all think you can help, I mean, uh, the uh, Mr. Froctor Og, you can. I, I you've been doing all sorts of strange things. Is there anything you can do to, to help? Probably. We are here to help. Oh, um, then uh, follow, follow me. Uh, and he starts at a brisk trot uh, across the planet's surface. Herb is my favorite kind of sentient being. He's very friendly, and we don't have to lie to him because he doesn't ask any questions about who we are or where we come from. <laughs> uh, as you're marching along, of course, your your mech suit, uh, you're moving along the surface uh, after Herb, who's dragging stuff behind him. He seems to be surviving pretty okay in this this atmosphere. He's of course like was just chilling out here. Right. Um, it seems like the thinner atmosphere isn't too adverse for his tiny little lungs um and his i don't imagine his blood has to go terribly far to get throughout his body so I, oh sorry i i don't necessarily want to interrupt you but i think that maybe the froctor would ask about that because like uh you know lust for knowledge that's true um i think the froctor would would ask uh herb and, and did, did we collect his brother uh, so that's gonna happen here in a second okay gotcha uh so okay as we're going along i think the froctor will ask you, unlike my friend here, who needs to breathe, are you not struggling in this supposedly thin atmosphere? Oh, um, no, this is uh, pretty all right. Our our force bond, they really just did, you know, all, all that was needed for us to survive here um, generations ago, well, well before my time. Um, it's... It's the stuff of the history books, you know? Like last week. <laughs> I think it was about a, month, I mean, a couple months ago, but yeah. <laughs> Many generations. And do you know 
why this planet is a triangular prism? I don't really ask those sorts of questions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the proctor is frustrated with the lack of an answer. Uh, you know, that's absolutely fair, and I respect that. <laughs> and uh, he he stops as he spies, uh, like, over the rise as you're getting pretty, fairly close to the hab. You see a chunk of metal, and he's like, oh, oh, my brother's got to be over there. Uh, and he runs on over, and you see him uh, start to drag the, the metal... I don't want to say carcass. That's a weird word. That's not the that's not the right word. Uh, the metal frame of this other uh, mech suit uh, back towards where you all are walking, <laughs> and you see perched atop it a grub, uh, a grub pub. Yes, uh, a, a a grub probably like the size of a football. Oh, um, that that is holy cow. That is Herb's brother. Uh, oh wait, 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 wait. The grub is the brother. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, and, I wasn't and, prepared. And you you hear him like commenting to him like. Uh, man, Hineas, you you really need to like get get a move on. You're so slow. Their names are Herb and Hineas. Yes, it's it's Hineas and Herb. Oh my God, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> Hineas and Herb. <laughs> it's, it's a Hineas and Herb, Herb joke. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. I love that. And you made Herb the one that talks the most. Yeah. <laughs> It can't be a direct ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little late on this now because you were, you know, had a whole thing you were trying to say and I didn't want to be Pat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Pat doesn't want to be Pat. <laughs> I also don't want to be doing what I'm doing. Uh, but but when you, you tried to think of a word other than carcass, I'm like, David, trying to think of words that aren't cursed and eldritch. <laughs> <laughs> it's not possible. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't have it. I don't have a problem. You do. I can quit whatever I want. That's right. <laughs> I can quit putting tentacles in my media whenever I want. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> okay, so we meet Hineas. Yes, Hineas. Uh, H- yeah, Hineas. Hineas and Herb. Well, I think I was saying Hineas just to make it a little mm-hmm. more different, but uh, yeah. So Hineas the Grub. Uh, he's just perched. He's just like. I think like just munching on a cable, just like just he's teething. Um, <laughs> I never thought I'd find a grub adorable. <laughs> so, quick question: Yeah, where is Perry the Hatipus? <laughs> I believe you mean Harry the Harry the Hatipus. You're right. And I is feel- Doctor Hoofenschmerz around? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Eva, I I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves um, because Harry the Hatipus is obviously the leader. And <laughs> we must be careful as not to disturb the tri-state area, which is why it's a triangular prism. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I mean, that's a, I have a reason, but that's a good one. <laughs> <gasps> oh. <gasps> Sorry, I'm and you alone. said Lenny was dumb. <laughs> He's very good at finding patterns. <laughs> Maybe not the right patterns, but they sure are patterns. Uh, okay. I mean, now we're going to have an NPC named Hoofenschmerz. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway. 
Where were we? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> grub, grub, mansion on a wire. Yeah. Grub brother. G- sorry, grub brother. <laughs> Grother? Grother. Grub brother. <laughs> yeah. Grubber. Grub. Grub. He's not heavy. He's my grub brother. Yeah. You 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 hear Herb like like oh come on Nas grow up you can't chew on that and like you know pushes it out of his mouth and like lifts him onto his shoulder. You you're really gonna have to work on those muscles if you're gonna be able to help me on these sorts of runs. And Herb now has both of the mech suits dragging behind him and his brother on his shoulder as, as you all continue towards the hab. The Froctor, yeah. a little confused at this grub being, but still very interested, will ask the grub being, Do you know why the planet is a triangular prism? Yeah, you, you ask the grub. <laughs> I this. ask the grub. Uh, and, and Hineas responds, <laughs> I hate that you made a grub adorable. <laughs> and, and and Herb's like, oh God, Aeneas, use your words. Uh he doesn't know either. He's 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 pretty young. Herb Herb chastises him and he says, Come on, you've been alive for two whole hours. You can't you can't manage to speak yet? Come on, get your act together, Hineas. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to hear your complaints. I love it so much. I'm sorry. Uh, and he <laughs> with, with uh Hineas on his shoulder, uh Herb heads towards the main door to the hab. It's not on the part that's bent up, uh, but it's just adjacent to that. It's your normal sort of blast doors uh, design. I mean, you know that this place sees impacts of falling Centilac, and so all, every inch of this hab is built tough. And this makeshift doorway is no different. Um, when you approach it, you see Herb like root through that bag on his shoulder and pull out a flat disc, which he presses up against a scanner there on the door. Oh, he's got tap to pay. <laughs> tap to enter? <laughs> yeah, no, you hear you hear the and like the four little dots line up, lie up light, <laughs> the four little dots light up uh yeah he taps to pay and and the door opens uh and, and he's like all, man it's really inconvenient that i have to give like all my money every time i want to get back in the city <laughs> and as you're about to cross that threshold into the hab you feel the ground shake and you hear a screeching puncture as the much larger hab that is nearby you see a hole punched in the top of it as a flattened cylindrical piece of Cintillac races into the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, flattened cylindrical? It's it's that's what I described earlier for that. Oh, okay, I it's the same piece. No, I, I figured. I just we've just caught up those moments. Okay, great. Sorry. <laughs> uh, what the hell is that? Is that normal? And Herb throws a. A look over his shoulder and like his eyes go wide. No. Wait, quick question. I'm sorry. You said his eyes go wide, but he's like a fly person. So yeah. I have to imagine that he's got compound eyes and no eyelids. I want you to imagine <laughs> that every single element of those compound eyes have their own eyelids. That's no. so fucked up. I hate that. Why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> David Sopping and Albert. <laughs> Sorry, I know that I said I wasn't going to do that, but here we are. <laughs> See, this... You said you could quit whenever you want. <laughs> David, I can stop anytime when I want easily. This is why I went into space. <laughs> David, oh yeah, I can't wait to go to space. There's so many unspoken horrors that can come from this. <laughs> I mean, I mean, did you all forget that we started this campaign with Black Hole Swan? <laughs> I will never forget Black Hole Swan. Hmm. I'll bring it back. So I repeat. Oh, uh, what the hell was that? Yeah, uh, Herb turns around and like, just watches the the cylinder go up into the sky towards the Centilac, and he says, "Probably nothing to worry about." <laughs> Hello, it's your keeper, David. Welcome to our show today. If this is your first time joining us, hi. Also, why? <laughs> Jumping into the fourth episode where there are three prior. Well, I respect your gumption. Either way, thanks for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying the chaos of our space adventure. And if you like Monster of the Week, fun accents, and comedy-rife investigation, you would do well to also check out Redgate and Woof, an awesome AP podcast about a sassy thief and a Scottish werewolf that I love, which will keep you wrapped, entertained, and chuckling. We'll have their promo at the end of this episode. And if you can't wait for more Toda, consider joining our Patreon, where you can get behind-the-scenes bloopers from our episodes, help us decide what to play, and receive early access to what's next. Other ways to be a part of the show include engaging with us on Twitter, at Toda Podcast, T-O-T-A Podcast, joining us on the Cast Junkie Discord server, or just sharing us with three of your favorite friends. Or more. I'm a podcaster, not a cop. Our next episode should be coming out on March 30th, but these episodes have been huge in the editing department, so I reserve the right to bump that down the line if needs must. All our links are in the show notes. Follow us for updates. For now, back to the episode. Bye-bye. And we're going to cut back from there up to Nova and Lenny in the ship. You hear on your radar... As it's getting that's, closer to you. That's bad. That's very bad. <laughs> um, Nova, I need you to act under pressure. Yeah, I was going to say, can uh, I roll to avoid it? Yes, you can. However, you're going to be rolling with a minus one here. Eek! All right. Low. Oh. <laughs> hey, that is... Uh, what am I rolling? Act under pressure? And I've yes. read about this kind of thing. Yeah. Six, seven, eight, uh, nine, ten. Woo! Sorry, oh. nine. Yeah. Ah! Uh, so on a seven to nine with acting under pressure uh, Keeper's going to give you a worse outcome hard choice or price to pay Mm -hmm. I think it's a price to pay Um, you flip the ship to the side uh, narrowly avoiding the larger piece of Sintelac that absolutely would have just like ripped a side of your book right off on its way into the the pool above and it's interesting uh, as it hurtles through the Sintelac Some of them, again, emanating that same sort of white flashing, they just get out of the way and it like slows down and enters and then it closes up behind uh, as the piece goes in. 
Uh, but because of your maneuver, you just your book flips through space uh, to the side to allow that to pass by you. And I think your wing, some of your pages, some of our pages, yeah, some of your pages impact with some of the looser floating syntax you had gotten so close already, and you hear. Uh, you know, again, the beeping from your console, and it shows you the spots in the ship where several pieces of Centilac have pierced your hole. You're still flying, and you're able to close off those bays, uh, but your ship has definitely sustained damage. Lenny! <laughs> mm-hmm. Audit and Lenny will um, grab the toolbox and will uh, take the toolbox over near where uh, Nova is in the pilot seat. And we'll say, okay, so what's going on here? We've got some hull damage, right? Uh-huh. Okay, what sound does a hull make? <laughs> <laughs> well, this this particular part of the hull goes... <laughs> okay, but 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 we've got that piece, but kind of what's wrong right now? So we've got kind of a... Yes. Kind of thing. And a... <laughs> okay, and we want a... Yeah, and right. Okay, cool. I wish you luck isolating <laughs> all that audio. <laughs> okay, so let us make the noise to the thing. All right, all right. Uh, wait, wait, can you can you get can you get us on the comms just so we can contribute? Oh yes, let's Here, get let's, let's get get them on on the radio. I'll put you all. We're on, on the comms. Do I have to muffle like I'm still in the suit? No, no, no. Your, your comms are. Yeah, it's inside. It's inside. Yeah. It's, it's, we put it inside the suit with. Like, I think. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll throw like I a lightly static. I wouldn't yeah. muffle as as long as I was talking with you inside the suit. But sure. since you popped out to talk to them, I had to muffle myself again. I, okay. wait, he he so. was chastised by a three day old fly band. <laughs> well, we we could just we could just we could just hand wave any explanation mm. of what's going on. And just so that we know, we know, if Lenny's got to fix something, we've got to help with making the sounds. Mm-hmm. So Proctor will stick correct. his head into the suit. Mm-hmm. Just okay. his head. Yep. yep. All right. Just a little slimy uh, kiss on your little cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney has never felt more uncomfortable in his life. <laughs> and more love. <laughs> mm. Um. And, and, and we, so, okay. All right. Yes. All right. All right. Talk oh. us through the sounds we need to make. Okay. Okay. So we go off. Kind of thing, right? And then we go. All right. Okay. All together now. Uh, you all have assembled. Well, you two on, on are the either calm. side of the. Yeah, yeah. You two are around the box. Uh, you've set up the comms near. It's on speakerphone. Uh, it's, it's on speakerphone. Uh, and. Uh, <laughs> You described for the box the sounds uh, of, of the issue, and uh, the box rattles, <laughs> and the top pops open, and floating up out of it. Also, among your most powerful tools, not as great as the as the, the ball-peen hammer, but floating up out of it, you see a disc, a cylinder, duct tape. <laughs> like duct tape? Like well, duct tape. it's like magical duct tape and shit. <laughs> like okay. like. Duct tape. Frog tape. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, okay. It's it is a real of uh, some real good strong sticky tape. Uh, Lenny grasps the tape and goes over to the the like um, vacuum sealing thing that mm-hmm. we got in earlier and gets vacuum sealed and then goes out for a spacewalk on the outside of the ship. Awesome. Uh, sounds like you need to uh, roll your move. What's it called? 
What is this move? Except so, like sorry, this is yeah, this is your your oh, this uh, is my rote. Yeah, this is your rote. This is my rote. Okay, yes, I do. Okay. Okay, six, seven, eight, eight. So it is fixed for now. Uh, you get to add your weird. I do get to add my weird. Okay, we're at ten. That's oh, a ten. Yay. Yeah, it's can you do it? Better than it was before. Yeah, uh, because duct tape. Yes. <laughs> Duct tape. Now I, I have to ask Lenny, do you do you like stretch out pieces of it and like cover the punctures or do you just like hit the <laughs> ship with the duct tape? So Lenny please, will please just hit it with the roll. So at at first, Lenny will attempt to because he has seen this tape used by people who actually know what they're doing before. Yeah. So he will attempt to imitate that and so he like pulls off the long stretch of this tape that is Way too long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he will use one of his, like, a couple of his arms to try and rip it, like, t- get a clean tear. But it'll tear, it'll start tearing. And then about halfway across the tear, it'll start going laterally, like, along. Oh, tape. no. And then he'll, he'll try and fix that. And then it'll start folding over on itself. <laughs> and then he's got, like, Four of his arms all stuck together. <laughs> and, 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 and he gets wrapped up in it a little bit. Oh my god! <laughs> and then he, he you just... rolled a success. <laughs> I would like to remind you that this is the person that Rodney sees as his hero. <laughs> and Lenny, uh, okay, Lenny, I see Lenny as my personal hero as well. Um, Lenny then takes the roll of tape in his mouth and kind of just bites a part of it off. Like, bites the tape off so it just goes back to being a roll with being wrapped around him still, but it's a roll separately. Mm-hmm. And in his mouth, he just takes it and he hits his the roll of tape on the, the deck with his head in the <laughs> spots where it's punctured because he's given up on trying to, like, tear off pieces of tape. He's vainly hoping that will work. Yeah, no, everywhere you smack it down... Uh, you see just the skin of the ship, like, self-heal. Uh, Why does the ship have skin? <laughs> <laughs> because, because, because of the horde thing. No, that's how you just... It, it's like, no, it, I have an answer. Boats have skins, and cars have skins. That's what the outer layer can be I have, to. I have an answer. Yeah, It's because the pages are made of vellum. It's oh. true, so it's animal skin. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I thought vellum. Well, we already described that it's made out of metal, though. So I just want to metal vellum. Me- oh, Mellum, oh, if from, you will. from those okay. metal cows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I thought vellum was that character from Scooby Doo with the glasses. Okay, this is going to be my one quick aside for this this show, and that's a lie. But <laughs> <laughs> metal vellum would be such a cool band name. <laughs> what kind of bands? Metal bell. Metal bell. <laughs> no, ska band. <laughs> yes. You can't see the look I'm giving you because I'm wearing mirrored glasses, but I think you can you can infer. I can infer. Uh but no, Lenny, you patch up the the areas of the ship where it was damaged, um, and you make your way back inside. Mm-hmm. Um congratulations on doing your job the the weirdest way possible. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I want to do. Yeah? Yeah. What are you doing? I want to hail the 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 bit of uh, Sintelac that I saw, like make <laughs> uh, like act like a ship. Yeah. I saw it act like a ship. I want to hail it. 
Okay. You want to reach out over your comms? I want to reach out over my comms. Yeah. Uh, you start attuning your frequencies. Um, this sounds to me like use magic. Sure. Which is to say, in this case, use, use technology. advanced technology. Yes. Because you are trying to communicate with something that does not share a language with you. Yep. Okay. Uh, I have a zero to weird, so let's see how it goes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Um, I think I'm going to use a luck point. <laughs> yeah? I haven't used one yet. Yeah? Yeah. What did you roll? Fun. I, I, I rolled a five. <laughs> hmm. What happens with your luck? Oh, uh, when I spend a point of luck, I discover something happening now is related to something that I was involved in years ago. <laughs> David is very happy. <laughs> He's very excited. I'm doing this partially for him, but also because I want this to work because I think it's fun. Uh, Nova, you begin going through frequencies on your, on your dial. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're flipping through pages. No, you, you remove the encyclopedia. Encyclopedia Galactica. Yeah. You remove the Encyclopedia Galactica from the dash and instead put in a yellow pages <laughs> and just start flipping through. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Excuse me. We are we are in space. They are the Chrome pages. You're right. You start flipping through the Chrome pages uh, in search of the proper frequency. Would you say that this is a Chromebook? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that wraps up this episode of Trials of the Apocalypse. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on, I'm not piloting the ship anymore. Let me put on my other glasses. <laughs> You're not piloting? No, I'm I'm hailing. Okay. Yeah. It's a different role. I suppose. <laughs> As is the case with many interns, I'm serving more than one job. <laughs> We have a communications officer. You want to know what that communications officer is doing right now? Jack all. Yeah. I would also like to know what they're doing because they're <laughs> not doing their job. Uh, so you you flip through the Chrome book. Yeah. <laughs> through the Chrome pages. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I did this. Uh, and each, each page you turn, there's like a different warbling frequency from your responder. And you realize after a moment that there is a frequency to the blinking of that light mm -hmm. uh, and you flip through the pages to try to find the right one and eventually you do sync up to it and when you do you also see that syntax parting away whatever is beyond is emanating that light you can't quite see what it is because when it's not flashing it's dark right Uh huh. so do you head in to get closer. Sure. <laughs> what is that? What is that? What? What? I don't know. I'm sorry. Move on. I, I know what it is, but it's stupid, so move on. Okay. Hmm. Oh, no, if, if you think you know what it is, do keep it to yourself, because I do have a reveal coming. Yes, okay. I think I know what you're going to reveal. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Which is why I'm laughing. I've seen it coming for like five minutes now. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't, so this I is going to no be great. Idea. Yeah. Are we getting space Uber? No, no, no. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm actually going to cut from there back to the planet side. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I, I do head in. Okay. Head closer. Yes. Uh, your ship heads deeper into the Sintelac. Um... 
back on the planet side. You That's enter, us. Yeah, you enter the half. Um, there are lots of Vixen here that are all running around intent on doing something, I'm sure, to help preserve their lives. Um, what are you doing here? Oh, well, first off, I'm taking off the helmet if we're inside the, the yeah, half. Yeah, do you open the hatch and hop out of the mech suit? Sure. Okay. Uh, you do so, Rodney. <laughs> and then you hop out. I don't know why we're adding it. Sounds like you're not going to do. <laughs> I, I kind of actually want to just do all of the sound effects for this game. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> that's the hatch. I think it oh, would yeah. be it would be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. My question stands. What are you doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Um. I guess we're researching what might be the cause of. I will say, you did have installed in the mech suit like a grappling hook and shit to try to help root the... There there was a helping angle originally to this, but it doesn't have to still be. There's obviously... Obviously something is causing it to uproot from the thing, so tying it back down isn't going to help because eventually it's still going to rip out. Uh, My conclusion is that there's some kind of, like, anti gravity or anti-magnetism thing happening that we need to somehow switch off. Okay. Um. But but outside of like there being a control room with a big red button that says on off. Well, tell us t- <coughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, tell us what is it like inside the hab? Like, I mean, you said that people are panicking yes. and stuff, but what does it like look Let's like? Let's do a quick description. Yeah. Should um, they read a bad situation? Ooh. I would love oh, to read a bad fuck situation. Yeah. yeah, we should. Let's roll some yeah, fucking dice. Roll some fucking dice. Hey guys, why don't we roll dice on this <laughs> on this tabletop role playing game? Actually, uh, because of how read a bad situation works, I'll actually have both of you roll. Oh because, yeah, uh, read a bad situation does give you answers, but it also benefits only the roller. That's sharp, is. right? Uh, yes, that's plus sharp. Oh, that's good. I got an eleven. Ooh. Wow, you both rolled really well. Though. I got. And 10. And 10. Uh, well, <laughs> both of those are 10 pluses, uh, which means both of those are clean successes. Very nice. Um, so on read about situation, what that means is you get to ask me three of the following questions. Um, and if you act on answers from any of them, you gain a plus one. Oh, dude, I totally forgot if we did anything that acted on uh, Rodney's previous read about situation, but that's fine. Yeah, that's true. You had a plus one riding, or Rodney would have had a plus one. Oh yeah, that. that's why I had you both roll. Oh, um, cool. and what I might do here is if you if you answer, so you, hold on. If I had a plus one, that makes it a twelve, which means that I it, get to make up a question. Read a bad situation doesn't uh, oh. stack with other read bad situations. Bomber, ripperoni. Yeah. So we each ask three questions, or we ask three questions together. Uh, I mean, I think you both. There's a potential here for six questions. So I guess you could ask everything on the list. <laughs> Why don't we just, to. hey, yeah, let's, hey, yeah. what if we ask every question on the list? Whoa, then that would be six questions, which that's, we have. Oh, man, that's crazy. Hey, yeah. David. Why David. Don't you just, why don't you just hey, give David, why don't you just answer all, all okay, six questions? Let's, let's get on the list. Let's get on the list. Okay. <laughs> Hear me so, out, David. What if you answer all six so questions? So first up, what's my best way in? You found it. You just came through it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh... Actually, I have a I have a question for you on top of this. Yeah. Uh, 
that that goes with how I'm going to answer these questions. Oh, so now we have to answer questions. Oh, yes, you do. Not how this game's supposed to work. God, all right. Fine. Uh, I need I, I need One to know brain. more of what your angle is right now, right. so then I can sort of answer questions that'll help tailor that experience. Um, so specifically, it sounds like you might want to find someone who is a bit of a mechanical expert in these parts. Um, somebody, please. Please tell me it's Hinius. No, it's... <laughs> excuse me. All Hinius knows is... It's, it's obviously going to be Hoofenschmerz. Let's just get that out yes. there. Yes! Take me to your Hoofenschmerz. <laughs> you did say take me to your leader. I, so I basically I'm asking, like, are you looking for someone right now or are you looking to take action of some kind? I would love to take action. It's yeah, It's I, a fly. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Gosh, Hoofenschmerz is a horsefly. <laughs> Do I get to make a centaur fly? <laughs> you can. Well, I've seen about everything when I see a centaur fly. For, for the audience, I'm so excited about the prospect of a centaur fly. That's, that that that's is the so, ultimate walk. That's so good. <laughs> that's the ultimate walk. Huh. I, so I have this idea yeah. that I don't know if it's if it's good or not. Um, but like, <laughs> what? I uh, think. <laughs> I just love that Neptune walked out of the room. Like, Dude, he was Neptune so done is with so us. done with our shit. <laughs> um, here's my idea. Froctor, the Froctor is the good Froctor. The good Froctor is not only interested in um the everything that's happening. But <laughs> I would hope so. It's what the situation at hand is. But like, he's also just he's he's really interested in what the fuck is up with this planet. Mm -hmm. And he's incorporeal. Mm -hmm. He kind of wants to just slurp down into the planet and see what's in there. Oh, that's good. I love that. But then, first answer the six questions. No, then what I'm going to say is for your questions, pick pick which three are yours and I'll answer yours according to that. Okay. And I'll answer Rodney's according to uh, action. Just okay, being in the hab or whatever. Okay. All right. So now those, we those have are now to... different directions you're going. <laughs> all right. All right. So now we have to divvy out these questions. I think you need what's my best way in. Bro, we can ask two of the same questions now because we're, we're in different physical spaces. You just want to ask all the questions, don't you? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Whoa. That's a good point. You, if really, we're... you really can't see the, see the one <laughs> yeah. brain cell go back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, if we're like in two different places, we can ask the same questions. Then here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to answer Rodney's questions first. Okay, great. Um, and then Love Proctor, will we'll have in scene you go on your way and then you ask me your questions. Okay? Great. Sounds good. So uh, first, Rodney, pick your three. Okay. I'm going to go... Uh, what are the dangers we haven't noticed? Mm -hmm. What's the best way to protect the victims? Mm, good one. And in case things go south, what's my best way out? Mm. Love it. Okay. So actually, I'm, I'm going to answer those in the order you asked them. Um, so first off, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Let's describe the hab for a minute here. Um, when you enter from that side entrance, um, the hab is a dome, right? Um, and when you're inside it, you can see that it's a collection of well-structured hallways and concentric circles. And I'd say that you can see through that because these hallways aren't so much divided by high walls 
as they are by these thick pillars which then support the greater dome. It's almost like a tree community built out of metal. Damn, those pillars thick. They thick pillars, yeah. Um, but like there's there's multiple layers to it and it's all fairly open, almost like a treehouse community. But here built in these sort of skeletal poles that then go down to, and these ones don't go down to the surface of the planet that you were walking on um, because that had been something terraformed on the outside for these habs, which appear to have been built before then. They go down and you can see them deeper down uh, of the, the walkway you entered on. You can look down and see that you're actually not on the lowest level of this sort of treehouse community in here. You're at like around the middle level and that the surface is actually still a ways down below you. Um, and you can see that the surface, air quotes, uh, of this planet is actually just more well-polished metal. Um, and while lots of these pieces throughout here, some of them are are older and have have either seen moisture or wear, they're, they're grungy or they're uh, a little bit rusted, the metal there at the bottom still looks fairly clean, still looks like it's in very good shape. Is it stainless steel? <laughs> <laughs> Lose. Uh, was he answering your questions right now? No, he's answering your I'm answering yours. What does this have to do with the dangers there. we haven't noticed? I, this was just giving you a picture okay. in your head. And you see that currently... <laughs> Sorry, dangers you haven't noticed. The space is bigger than you thought and you're agoraphobic. <laughs> <laughs> you're very uncomfortable immediately. <laughs> But you've been very uncomfortable this whole time. Yeah, you, so. I you, felt safer in the spacesuit where I was constricted. Yeah, you were holding back the agoraphobia inside the mech suit, and now that you're out of it, it's just oh man. That's not a good job or not a good quality to have when you work in space. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I work in space, and I'm afraid of wide open spaces. Hi, I work in space, and I'm afraid of space. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, accurate. Yeah. Uh, no. So the reason I'm explaining that is so you get a picture now of there on on one end of the of this hab of this of this room, this very cavernous room. What has been holding it down still, right? So you see that a corner of it is bent up, but some of those pillars are still holding strong. Although you see that like several of the structures, which you would imagine are supposed to be flat for people to walk on. Um, those are now bent up at an angle as even those pillars themselves are threatening to rip. Can I get bent one more time? Bent. Nice. You can get bent as many times as you want. <clears throat> Listen, been there, done that. Get bent, you <laughs> freaky fish guy. What's that from? That's uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged. Okay, thank you. <laughs> get bent, you freaky fish guy. Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged lives rent-free in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Amen. both of you. Amen. So... Um, you see that uh, on one side, the hab is bent up and those pillars are straining to keep it pinned back to the planet. And to answer, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? If that stops holding, um, it's not so much that this whole hab is going to be ripped out, but that corner certainly is going to be. And uh, you might want to get back in that mech suit. <laughs> but then what about the Vix? Well, uh, as we've already seen, a lot of the Vicks can survive in the atmosphere normally. It's not too thin for them. It's too thin for you with your your big old human lungs. And and you're you're you need you need lots of oxygen in your inventory and your blood system. It's, it's, you're so needy. <laughs> you're like a you're like a rare tropical fish that needs like a very specific uh, environment. <laughs> 
to to survive. You see, now why can't you explain it like that? That made me sound cool. <laughs> I mean, yesterday I called you a guy from Duck Dynasty who'd gotten too full of yourself. So, but you no, you're definitely like a tropical fish because you're immortal, like a jellyfish. Try it. Fair. But that doesn't stop you from being killed. <laughs> so, um, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Um, if this situation worsens. The atmosphere is going to start getting thin in here. It's so, getting thin in here. And I will so say, put on all your meds. <laughs> yeah, I will say uh, the air is a, is more enriched in here than it is outside, uh, just because it's easier to maintain that way. Um, the Vix can survive outside, but that is like a minimal standard. Uh, eat, they would do better in a, a nicer, fuller, thicker atmosphere as well, right? So, I think anything that breathes air would. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if air get too thick, you know. That air kit, dummy thick. <laughs> <laughs> you can't breathe dummy thick air. We've talked about this, Pat. Um, Just let him breathe the air he wants to breathe. Gosh. Anyway, uh, just so let me breathe, man. We're gonna eventually get through these questions. Uh, <laughs> all right. So upon that information, I am gonna slip back into the mech suit. Okay. Uh, so you do hop back in. Um, your next question was, uh, what's the best way to protect the victims? Right. Yeah. Uh, so if you can, I think you probably have two options here. One, if you can properly root whatever's trying to leave the surface, whatever's part of this hab that's trying to leave, um, then you would you would prevent the worst case scenario, which is a chunk of this hab rips off into space, right? So that's the best way. Um, alternatively, if you can stop whatever is causing it to be attracted in the first place, um, that would also do a good job of fixing that, right? So find that big red button. That's right. Find the big red button. Um, and then uh, the final question you had, which was like, in a worst case situation, what's your best way out? <laughs> mm-hmm. Honestly, if we get into a worst case scenario, your best way out is probably going to be through whatever hole gets ripped in the hab. Um, because you're not quite sure what Herb just used to get in, and you're not really sure if you need to do anything to get back out again. Um, but if there's a huge hole in the side of this thing, people are going to be probably running away from that. So you're probably good trying to leave through it. So... Um, although that, that area will probably be a little bit structurally weakened, so, you know, at your own risk. Probably the easiest thing would be just to stick with Herb and get him to get you out again. But, okay. Uh, but I that's your question's in, answered. But I get back out again. Um, <laughs> so, Rodney, you notice these things about the space. Um, and Froctor, Froctor Og, you are, you, now, now that you see a little bit more about what makes this place unique and like you you've sort of gained an inkling now of how this was all built here i definitely think that your lust for knowledge has been mm-hmm. more deeply awakened uh, and if you do not go and investigate it immediately then you'll have to roll out <laughs> under pressure so i don't mind abandoning rodney <laughs> <laughs> wow uh do you do you have any final words for rodney and or uh Herb before you descend. Or yeah, or Hernias. Yeah, do you have any final words for Rodney? <laughs> um. Oh my gosh, what what would what would the good Broctor say? Um. Rodney. <laughs> yeah, God, you scared me. What? I will find you when my research is done. Schlorp. <laughs> uh, you leave a monocle behind. <laughs> <I'm> just... 
<laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> not my area to clean. <laughs> Thank God it's not the shit. Uh, uh, no, uh, I'm going to look at Herb and I'm going to go, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> yeah, Herb walks forward slowly and picks up the monocle and then says, something to remember him by. <laughs> and, and puts it in his pocket. And then he looks up at you, Rodney, and, and asks, So, uh, I guess the world's ending. What are we doing? Is this thing on? Can't you see the red light? God, how bad are your eyes? I can see the red light, but no one said to talk. Hi, I am Marie Redgate, and um, this is... Angus McRae. And we uh, fight monsters, because those are real. The boogeyman that you fear, the real, acting under your bed, is also real. But we're here to fight them. Kick their ass, but, you know, that's close enough. Do you even literally think we should be doing this? I mean, who would believe a couple of uh, monster hunters from a little town called Hendrix, which we're stuck in, thanks to you? Thanks to me. I would have been gone a long time ago if I still had a car. But I guess you shouldn't have drove it off a bridge. We interrupt this bickering to inform you that we are Redgate and Wolf, an actual play Monster of the Week podcast. Wait, wait, wait. Why Why is it Redgate and Wolf? Should not be Wolf and Redgate. I do all the work. And as she talked about kicking ass, I do that. You wouldn't be able to go anywhere to kick ass if I didn't drive you there. Drive me. You drive me crazy. Find us on your favorite podcast app now.